Welcome, Garage fam, to the 2023 Garage Guys NASCAR betting preview. We are going to be running down some of our favorite bets for the season early on, so you'll have this to track back on. And, of course, for right now, to get hype for the 2023 season, I'm joined with Dale Tanhart, uh, and, and we have had a very long week just to start off got back from the rolex 24 I'm, I'm, i think we're finally caught up on sleep dale are, are, how are you feeling pretty good man I, i'm excited i'm very excited for the for the Bushlight clash uh but but first to talk about these bets now just disclaimer um we did cover everything on dale center but Dale Center's on YouTube talking about Dale Center at the Rolex this past weekend. We did cover everything, but that episode is a nine hours and 45 minutes because it was a live stream. We had random interviews, a lot of random chatter, fans walking up. So we wanted to present this uh, to all of our fantastic, beautiful listeners out there and kind of consolidate what we talked about and give a much more, uh, a much more brief overview of the bets that we like ahead of the 2023 NASCAR season. And we will discuss the Bushlight clash, a couple early leans that we think you should bet on. So yeah, I feel good. Yeah. I do feel good. I feel a lot better. And uh, I feel uh, pretty, I feel pretty solid ahead of this weekend. I'll be in Nashville for one of my best friends wedding. Uh, I am in the wedding and that, that's why I'm not going to the clash by the way. So I uh, hate that I'm going to miss that, but I do feel very, very excited for the season to go ahead and get started. Yeah, you're going to be the guy at the reception that makes everybody put the race on the TV if it's going to be on that date. Um, well, that's it might, be, it might be a Saturday, right? So what? this is where it gets interesting. I would think we will see qualifying odds hit the board at some point, and qualifying would is is Saturday night. So, yeah. After the wedding, reception goes on. I'm fine on the nearest TV. James, I know you'll approve. I'm sure James uh, and a lot of my degenerate friends who live in Nashville and will be at the wedding will ride qualifying picks with me. I'm ready. I've never been more excited to bet a fucking qualifying uh, bet and have my guy qualify second because that's usually what happened in 2022. Let's keep it going. I'm so pumped, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully by the t- hopefully by the time we post this, we'll get some qualifying odds up on the board, and we'll talk about what books are doing what. Uh, I'll help you guys out, kind of showing or, or telling you what books are doing at the moment, and you know where we're at with uh, variety, because there are a lot of books that aren't doing much, and there's a few that are doing amazing for uh, NASCAR betting so far. Very true. Very true. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I'll be uh, flying out on Friday morning at like 5 a.m. So I will be there this weekend for us, Garage fam. Dale will be at wedding. So we'll have Dale wedding, Chase L.A. Um, you know, L.A. itself, it's not my favorite city in the world, but the clash does make it better. And it's a very electric crowd. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for qualifying. Can't wait to uh, hear the story about how you, uh, you know, make the bride. A little upset playing uh, NASCAR Clash qualifying. I've been to a wedding before where they had uh, an LSU Alabama game on, and the bride was not happy. So, uh, but I, she had no choice. You know, it was Louisiana, and that's what they had to do sometimes. Yeah, football but, um, is especially down here, like SEC country. 
football is is so understandable in those moments. It has to be. Like I, I get if you don't want to acknowledge NASCAR or any other sport, but down here in the South, Southeastern Conference football is absolutely 100% acceptable. As much as I hate LSU and Alabama, you know, I get I give that guy some credit. That's that's dedication, but uh, you should get a pass for football. You should always get a pass yeah. for football. And we're trying to make it where we can get passes for racing in the future. That's right. We're, we're working towards a brand new future. It's a beautiful future. We'll call it New Winston. Uh, may, maybe so. But uh, another thing that, that we work towards all the time is, is eating some fantastic wings from Hooters. And, uh, and l- let's go ahead and just let you know what's new. For this year, okay. So right now you can save ten dollars on any takeout or delivery order of thirty dollars or more with promo code Garage Guys. Download the Hooters app to place your order and to get rewards, discounts, and special offers. That's right. And you already know that if you're getting it to go, you you take Captain Carryout's advice. Okay, you're gonna save ten dollars on any thirty dollar or more order. You do that from the Hooters app, and then of course, Dine and Dale. Let them know what's good. Yeah, Dine and Dale is, is here to stay. All you got to do is tell your Hooters waitress about promo code Garage Guys, and she will hook you up with $10 off any $40 plus order. That's valid at HOA locations for food, non alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. All you got to do, you eat your food before you get the bill, tell your Hooters girl, hey, can I apply promo code Garage Guys to this and get the $10 off? And, and she'll do it for you. She'll hook you up. Hooters, great food, great customer service. And hopefully you'll be at Hooters throughout 2023 to watch some NASCAR action. So, yes, we are very excited to be back with Hooters. Hopefully you've seen that. You've known that already. The show is presented by Hooters. And I think now we should get into talking about some NASCAR bets. Yeah, I agree. We, we we all know Hooters is for racing, but let's talk about some racing. So, again, Dale Center is the premier betting show this year for Garage Guys. So you'll be watching that on YouTube Live. We'll have that cut up on podcast for you the following day. Right now, this is where we are, and we need to go ahead and recap some of the bets that we talked about on the nine-hour-long Dale Center special at the Rolex 24. So we're going to go ahead and cover – some over-under bets, basically, for se- they call them season win total bets. Um, I prefer to just call them over-unders. It's easier for me. But tomato, tomato. We're also going to talk a little bit about some of the futures uh, for this season for the championship. And then we're going to go into Daytona 500, and we're going to end it out with clash odds. Just going over a couple that we like, some that we see that are interesting. But, yeah, uh, Dale, I know that you have been working hard, and, and we've already started. You know, we've pretty much already talked about some of these, so I want you to go ahead and start us off with these uh, season win total bets. I know you probably got a lot to unpack, so uh, so let's hear what you got. Yeah, so as I kind of hinted earlier, there's certain sports books that are doing nothing, uh, FanDuel especially. Then you have, like, DraftKings, BetMGM that are doing, like, the bare minimum. And then you have – Barcel Sportsbook and Caesar Sportsbook that are absolutely carrying when it comes to pure uh, diversified bets, diversified outcomes that you have the choice to bet on. Barcel Sportsbook and Caesar Sportsbook both have race win season totals. Uh, on Barstool, it is labeled as driver performance. On Caesars, it is labeled as race season wins. The first bet I want to talk about. 
I talked about it on SiriusXM, Channel 90. Hopefully, we'll have some more appearances throughout 2023. Me and Chase did get to go on, I think it was last week or two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, shout and, out to uh, Danielle Trotta, by the way. Yeah, shout yeah. Out. Shout out to everybody at SiriusXM. And it was, yeah, it was really cool to talk to Danielle uh, about some of our bets ahead of the season, very briefly. Uh, th- th- my number one bet was Joey Logano under three and a half wins. Take this on Barcel Sportsbook because the value there is a little bit better than Caesars. You're looking at minus 134 for the under versus on Caesars. It's like minus 160. Uh, get a little bit better value on Barcel Sportsbook. Once again, under driver performance. When you click futures, more bets, you'll see all your drivers listed there. They've got about 10 drivers listed that you can put action on over unders. But for Joey Logano, under three and a half wins, only points paying races this accounts for. I'll tell you why this is a mortal fucking lock. This is one of the the most rock solid trends I've ever come across in NASCAR and especially in the Cup Series. A driver... Defending champion has not replicated his wins from his championship season in the following season since Jimmy Johnson did so in 2008, 2009. To give an example, if because it's kind of tricky putting that into words, uh, articulating that. Kyle Larson won 10 races in 2021 en route to a title. Next year, came back, won three races. Chase Elliott won five races en route to a 2020 championship. Next year came back, won less races than the previous year. That trend has gone 14 consecutive years to be accurate, a.k.a. it's a championship hangover. I'm a very big believer in championship hangovers, and we see them in in all sports, not just motorsports. But in NASCAR, this trend is so fucking rock solid. Um, And this works in our favor because Joey Logano's win total is at three and a half. He won four races in 2022. So if the trend wants to back up for the 15th year in a row, Joey Logano will not win four races in 2023. Thus, the under is the play here. So I know that that can be a little complicated. I hope that makes sense. Uh, And you can go look at the data. Like any driver dating back until I think it's 2008, 2009 with Jimmy Johnson in that very dominant five consecutive championship streak he had, every other driver since has had a championship hangover when it comes to their season win totals. They've never replicated. They haven't replicated since that year, 2008, 2009. Jimmy won seven races in 2008 en route to a championship. Following year, won seven races en route to a championship. No one else has done that since that time. Rock solid trend. Anyone that knows me, if you're new to the show, I'm a big trend guy. I might have a mullet. I might be from Mississippi but I'm a big data guy. I like the stats. I like the trends and I'm a ride with it. I'm a ride with this one because it is so rock solid. Yeah. You're a big data boy. Uh, you, you guys know that we like big, big track data out there. I, I know we, we talked a little bit about that bet already and, and we kind of leaned into it and, and I, I love the, the understanding that we have of it and the reasoning behind it. Right. And I, even though Danielle went over on that, I mean, she just, she sounds yeah. like she's the type of girl she, that she doesn't like to bet the under, you know, she's not a big under person whatsoever. And, and I agree with that. Classic but it, rookie mistake. Classic yeah, rookie mistake. It's always more exactly. fun to back the over, right? Always more fun, but it is. there are opportunities when 
you got to go the opposite way, even when it is not so fun. That is correct. And look, you can't, yeah, you can't look back. You got to trust your instincts and trust your gut. You know, one that, that I looked at here over on Caesar Sportsbook, that that's another three and a half bet. And, and I feel like, I feel like if, this, if there was one, I was going to take the under four, it would have to be Kyle Larson under three and a half wins at plus plus one ten. And the reason that I, I'm feeling this way is just because we kind of saw last year, you know, Kyle getting his footing in this car. There are definitely some drivers that are that are better than others at these tracks. And, and ever since the championship win where he just completely dominated like that, I feel like that can suck a lot out of a guy. When you win that much, you're like, holy crap. Like, I mean, you've set precedent like you're you're winning the championship. You're there. He had his championship hangover, right? He only won one race last year. So let's no, look at won, actually won, no two, two. He won three two. races. He won he won three races last year. How did I not remember that? I know Watkins Glen happened. I know that uh he had what was it? Um shoot, man. I, I'm trying to think Homestead, back. So Homestead, much. Watkins Glen, yes. and Fontana. And Fontana. So see right there three wins. So I remember the Fontana race being the big one on the last lap. They had a lot of uh, beef. There was so much beef in the beginning of the season. We thought it was just going to really spiral out of control, but yeah. So three wins last season, three and a half is the one here. I, I mean, I like that line. I, I don't, I don't really know if anything's going to change a whole lot. Obviously you want to hope that they figured out a few things. And I know that there's, I've seen a couple of things like, you know, the muffler has been added, uh, the shorter spoiler, is something that they're going to be putting on the cars now as well. So th there's some things that they're toying around with. But with, with this case right here, if there was any under bet that I was going to take, I think that that one lines up pretty well. Who Who is a driver? And you may not have this off the top of your head, but this is what I would want to know. Who won the most races last year? And how many races was that? How, did a driver win more than five races last year? That's what uh, I'm trying to remember. Chase, Chase Elliott won the most. Chase won five. Okay. And and if you and look one of around, those is Pocono, which he didn't really win. Remember, Denny Hamlin right. won that, and then he that got was kind DQ. of a handoff. It was kind of just kind of here. It's on a platter. Chase Elliott's over. It's set at three and a half. And see, I I would definitely be more inclined to probably ride that over at minus one thirty over on Caesar Sportsbook. So my so over three and a half wins for Chase Elliott minus one thirty. To me, I feel like that's a pretty big lock right there. I think Chase is going to have an excellent year. I don't just say that because we're compadres through Hooters. I say that in general because I, I just feel like from from some of the media that's been coming out lately from from our uh, garage talk that we did with him. I've been watching him on a couple other podcasts as well. It just seems like he's really busting out of that shell a little bit. People are starting to see a little bit more of the real chase. And after the ovals last year, he touched the book of road. Don't forget that. Okay. I think a road course win is in his future this year. So that's another great bet. So if I had to take the under anywhere, it would probably be on Kyle. I'm sorry, Kyle, please forgive me. Uh, but chase Elliott, I like the over three and a half. So that's just two right there off of Caesars that I think that are uh, definitely worth looking into. So uh, Barstool Sportsbook, I uh, just wanted to go ahead and throw one out here that I was looking at. Uh, the the Denny Hamlin is at uh, two and a half over on Barstool Sportsbook. And I want to say looking over at Caesar's Sportsbook, Denny was, Denny, I think he was close to, yeah, he's at the two and a half over there as well. So it's plus 130 on Caesars. And then on Barstool, you're looking at plus 115. So better odds on Caesars. So you really just want to make sure you pull both these up. 
you go through both of these driver performance on barstool like dale said and then it's going to be titled underneath season race wins on caesars pull them up do some comparisons let us know what you think too get in the discord get on twitter let us know what your locks are that's something we want to hear as well i want to know what kind of hype you have behind these picks uh aside from the picks that we have going into the season right now yeah i um that's very important right and and that's we'll definitely help you guys out in this episode and we already have uh to a certain degree with labeling where the better value is yes absolutely and for my next bet i'm sticking with caesars so talking about these race win totals caesars has more drivers um barstool i lit i said has eight to ten eight to ten guys uh mainly your front running guys um one two three four five six seven eight drivers listed on barstool sportsbook I'm not going to count how many Caesars has, but it, it's a lot more. They're killing uh, it. Caesars killed yeah, it on these. Let's yeah, they, they they absolutely are. And we noticed this last year when they really started picking it up. Sometimes you don't get the better lines at Caesars, but they're always offering just more in general. Like they're offering the most. And um, Chase Briscoe over under 0.5 wins. This is a mortal fucking lot to take the over on Chase Briscoe. Just That's to win real? one race, just to win one race, yeah. At minus one seventy five. Oh my now, god! Yeah, it, it it's how it's a little bit it? more, it's a little bit more juicy. Yeah, how did you miss? It? We talked about it on fucking Dale Center and uh, dude, the that was house. all right. So look, we were delirious. You you were even more delirious than I was, but that that was a tough one, bro. Like we got through that. That was an information overload dump, dude. That's what I was. I was, I was still spinning data until eight in the morning. Because you're a goddamn I was not computer. more delirious. I was not more delirious. <laughs> There's no way I was more delirious. You fucking called it. You you did give me Waffle House though. You and Ricky Stenhouse did, did yeah, bring me Waffle I gotta House. I got take care Appreciate of my that. boy, but but man, yeah, us, yeah. you know us us full blooded 100 humans have to get a little bit of sleep here and there. I tried to go, but you know you got you got a little bit of that NASCAR cyborg in your brain. So it's, yeah, uh, no, I, it's and I can't. It's I, I can't help it. I just can't help it. But it's a beautiful getting, thing. We love it. Getting back to this bet, Chase Briscoe over 0.5 wins at minus 175. Mortal fucking lock. Think about all the races that he was close to winning last year. You want to throw the clash in there just like that, just for a performance metric? He was lightning fast with the class clash last year, which, as I said earlier, this is only points races. So the clash does not count. Duels do not count. All star race does not count. But when you look at the Coke 600, Chase Briscoe was knocking on the door, over-aggressive, spun himself with two laps to go. Circuit of the Americas was in a great battle with Tyler Reddick late in that race uh, before cautions bred cautions, and he made a mistake and took himself out of contention. Bristol Dirt, the only guy that could even pass at Bristol Dirt was Chase Briscoe, and once again, right there knocking on the door. And then think about Martinsville. He made the top eight had some of his best runs of the season at the end of the season. Six of his 10 top 10s in 2022 were in the final seven races. That's great consistency, and I'm a believer in momentum. And I like the trajectory that Chase Briscoe had at the end of 2022, leading into 2023, to go with the fact that he could have probably won three races last year. Uh, to go And he only won one, which was at Phoenix, which is a very important race to win at. 
a uh, very important track to win at in the scope of the championship. But he was like five laps away at Martinsville from winning that race and going to the championship four. Now that was a strategy call, but you know, it, it really doesn't matter like how it happens, in my opinion. Big drivers, big teams put themselves to win in big situations. And that's Chase Briscoe and his guys, the number 14 team, certainly kind of had that charisma throughout 2022. There were some struggles, no question about it, but all you need him to do is win one fucking race, guys. And I know we're all going to be focusing on Kevin Harvick, final year, uh, Kenny walk it off as a champion or win a bunch of races. Chase Briscoe just signed a contract. He's going to be the face of Stuart Haas Racing. There's a lot of uncertainty with, with SHR right now because Eric Almirola in and out of retirement. Uh, Harvick is leaving. And then Cole Custer gets the boot with Ryan Priest coming to the 41 car. So, I mean, there's so much uncertainty with Stuart Haas Racing. They're all in on Chase Briscoe. He's the guy for the future. There's no fucking way he doesn't win one points race in 2023. Put the put the 401k on that. That is a 401k bet if I've ever seen one. Chase Frisco over 0.5 wins over on Caesars Sportsbook. Yeah, I, I agree 100. percent You want to you want to know something else, but before we move into futures, I want to say this much. You know, you think back to 2020, not so long ago, there was another big driver that was getting ready to call it quits in his retirement year that got wrecked by uh, the Rona. And uh, his name was Jimmy Johnson. That year, Chase Elliott won a NASCAR championship, his first NASCAR championship. Not going to sit here and say that, that, that Chase Briscoe will do that, but he could do that technically. It could happen. He was very close to getting into the championship four last year based off the new format that we have. I, uh, I got a lot, of, a lot of hope for Chase Briscoe this year. I love the fact that he's feeling confident and that he has that, uh, that 14 is his now, like he says. You know, he doesn't feel like he's getting into Tony's car anymore. So, you know, hey, how amazing would that be? You got one Chase. You, go, you, got, you got old Pappy, Jimmy Johnson. He's getting out. He's retiring. Chase wins championship. Pass the torch. Chase Briscoe this year. Kevin Harvick's retiring. What if we saw him pass the torch? It could happen. It's a great story. It'd be a feel-good story. And, and, and that kind of brings me in to what I want to say now. So if you look over, I think it's on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think it is at plus 4,000 right now for Chase Briscoe uh, for the NASCAR championship. That That's worth that's worth the sprinkle. And I may be wrong. Uh, no, it is plus 4,000. Sorry, I'm 30 and my eyes are getting old. Um, but, yeah, it is plus 4,000. I might have to get glasses in, Dale. Shit. Yeah, you're fucking old. I still have Get a couple there. race win totals and that I will briefly go over because I know we're trying to move this thing along and I can go all day. Uh, we we like know you got a bag. Hours. You got but a bag of bets. We already know. I'm on. Yeah, I think that's a good additional bet to top off Chase Frisco. That plus 4,000 on DraftKings. That's the only book that I've seen that has that line. Other books are Caesars, I think it's plus 2,500. Barstool's plus 3,000. Your best line for that is DraftKings, which they, DraftKings is over, over there. DraftKings not too smart. They're not doing a lot, but there are some there are some value bets you can get at DraftKings versus other sports books. And there's going to be a couple more in the show that uh, I'll talk about at least. But um, a couple more race win season totals. Christopher Bell over one and a half wins at minus one thirty nine over on Barcelona Sportsbook. Again, better value than what you'll see on Caesars. Uh, over on Caesar Sportsbook, you're looking at minus 160. 
Barstool, you're looking at minus 139. Better value over on Barstool. And this isn't a super big data play as much as it is an eye test play. Like, if you look at Joe Gibbs Racing, Christopher Bell's locked in on a long-term contract. Martin Truex Jr., constant uncertainties up in the air. Is he retiring? Uh, Had a terrible year in 2022. Denny Hamlin, you would like to think he'll be back, but he's in a contract year. And we had this same conversation with Kyle Busch being like, oh, yeah, he'll be back. And then guess what? He wasn't. And then Ty Gibbs, who, yeah, he's going to be with Joe Gibbs Racing for a long time. But from a performance standpoint, it's going to be a work in progress. Rookies struggle in the Cup Series, uh, especially in the modern day. So Christopher Bell has an opportunity here to be the face of the organization from, from a pure performance standpoint. Adam Stevens, probably going to be a Hall of Fame crew chief, two-time champion with, champion with Kyle Busch, and in eight full-time seasons. Most of those were with Kyle Busch, but now he's had a couple with Christopher Bell. In, in eight full-time seasons at the Cup Series level, he has achieved over 1.5 wins in six of those eight seasons. That's a good statistic. He's a winning crew chief. He's won a lot of races, 32 wins, two championships. And you'll say, oh, well, most of those were with Kyle Busch. Doesn't matter. Christopher Bell, from what we've seen at every level of NASCAR competition, has the trajectory to be a Hall of Fame talent. I think there's no question about that. And he's coming off his best season, winning it three, winning three races at three very different racetracks, two in very high-pressure situations, the highest-pressure situations you can imagine uh, in the heat of the playoffs, win or go home. That builds a lot of confidence that builds a, a, a super important level of experience in this cup series. That's very, very turbulent with the format. I don't see Christopher bell regressing. And the best part about this bet is he can regress and you'll still hit it if he wins two races. So give me that. I think that's a mortal fucking lock. Brad Keselowski, same thing. Caesar Sportsbook, not offered on barstool for this, but minus 145 over 0.5 wins. And quite simply, Brad Keselowski is one of the greatest super speedway racers of all time. He's got the potential to break more records past Jeff Gordon, past Dale Jr. Uh, he needs a Daytona 500, and he's not going to get to Dale Sr., but he could end up being the second best super speedway racer of all time by the time he retires. He's really got that potential. You're not going to shut Brad K out at Daytona Talladega two years in a row. Don't see it happening. I'll take that over 0.5 with the momentum that RFK has after winning Bristol last year with Chris Buescher and the fact that they brought better speed to the racetrack in the latter half of the season. I like that over on Caesar Sportsbook at over 0.5 wins, and I will throw in one quick truck bet. Good thing about Caesars relative to Barstool, Caesars has Xfinity totals and Truck Series totals. No other book has that. Take Ben Rhodes over 1.5 wins in the Truck Series for this season. Uh, I think that line is at minus 160. Totally worth it. Mortal fucking lock. Ben Rhodes over 1.5 wins. You know, I just, I just want to say I was thinking about something when you were talking about Chris Bell. He's kind of like a lobotomized Kyle Busch. You know, like he's kind of got like he's very depleted. He's not doesn't have much personality. It's like they're just trying to create this little lab rat Kyle Busch out of him. They put his old crew chief with him. And, you know, the more I think about it now, the more I really do realize, like, holy shit, he does have a lot of potential. You took Old the Chris under. Bell. 
you took the yeah. under on him on Dale. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did do that. But like now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, fuck, if we're dealing with a lobotomized KFB through, you know, Chris Bell, like they got him under control real good. And so that that definitely lets me think that he's like their dark horse. Yeah, like I think he might be evil. He but I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say dark horse. Oh, reminder, uh his his nickname is Christopher Hellsville. It's the best nickname ever. Exactly. Like, he's evil. Love that nickname. But yeah, Adam Stevens, yeah. I think, is the key here. We, we I think in the betting world, you've had you've had a lot of people hop in that don't know a lot about the industry and don't know uh they're they are they are just not longtime NASCAR dedicated fans. So they don't really pay attention to what the crew chief could bring, right? Like Paul right. won a championship with Keselowski back in 2012. He moves over to Joey Logano. And uh, and I guess in, I think it's it was their second year together, second or third year together, he wins another championship, right? So yeah, Adam Stevens is a winner. Motherfucker is a winner, straight up. And I think having that kind of veteran champion guy at the top of the box really helps Christopher Bell with the potential of blooming into a superstar at this level. And by the yeah. way, sorry, one last thing, the Ben Rhodes bet, minus 130, not minus 160, minus 130 over 1.5 wins. They call me the truck god for many reasons. Trust me on this one. That is a lock. Yeah, I agree with you on that. We we ride with Dale for trucks. We all know it. But you, you were talking about winners. One thing's for sure uh with winners you know if adam stevens is the winner he says that maybe we should get him some hooters just for a reminder you save ten dollars and only take out any any takeout or delivery order of thirty dollars or more with promo code garage guys when you download the hooters app to place your order and to get rewards discounts and special offers so don't forget that adam stevens definitely if he's a winner we'll have to bring him some hooters maybe maybe we'll change his mind on some life but all winners dude if 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 C Bell knocks out that over 1.5 wins, I will gladly just walk up to the pit box one day and say, "Here, thank you. This is for you." Yeah, Peters. got to, got to do that. I've seen him. What was it? A few years back, he had some beef with Cole Pern. He got in like a shoving match with I think it was guys on Truex's team when he was. Uh, with how the, can you hurt Cole Pern? Pern? It may not have been Cole Pern. I think it was a random crew member on the 78 team when when Furniture Row was still going. And dude, he was a he dude, he was like uh, he, I mean F bombs left and right for like a, a few seconds. I think he He's was like, hawk. Don't fuck with me. Adam Stevens. He, he he might just be like, Fuck you. I don't even I don't want Hooters. Yeah. Who are you? Like he would just flip it out of your hand, just like yeah, fuck out of here. That's Fucking exactly mullet, what I fuck, get out of here. Yes. Like he would just do that. He, yeah. He might would say that to me. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, he would be like, You got boogers in your mustache, you fucker. Get out of I'll, here. And I'll like, still be like, It's okay. Thank you. Uh I I can take it. Just bow I appreciate to him. you. Yeah. <laughs> I respect you more now. <laughs> absolutely so so if that's all the over-unders that was a lot of information to pack luckily it's on a podcast and you can rewind it and go forward so don't forget some of those that he spit out i love the ben rose with trucks anything trucks trucks fuck i mean let's, let's put it that way it's a good thing if you if you consider the word fuck is like it's cool trucks fuck oh yeah um no doubt. so we'll continue our let's continue on our, our line of futures one that i did talk about on the sirius xm show uh that we were on that that i've made very public that i'm very passionate about and i feel really good about this year is ross chastain so i ended up grabbing it i think it was at plus 1200 over on DraftKings. 
I think that it's plus 1200 on another book as well. And then it gets a little bit depleted. I think it was like plus 1000 on Caesars, um, I, at FanDuel, who knows, uh, don't really look over there too much. Um, but looking at it over here on Barstool, I think that they were kind of close into contention. He's at plus 1100 now. So people are hammering that one a little bit. But uh, I, I love that pick because of what we saw out of Ross last year. Uh, the, the the statistic on top, uh, I think it was top fives. I think he had 15 top fives last season, which is insane. And, uh, and I think that that right there is enough merit for me to be like, yeah, this dude could probably win a championship. Like if you're running up front constantly and you're winning races and you're keeping yourself right there at the line, you get into the championship for, I think, in his first year at Trackhouse. Uh, Suarez was 2020. It might have been his second year. Might, maybe his second year. The, the years was, are, was, are blending for me, guys. It was Ross's first. It was Suarez's second. Yeah, yeah. Because Trackhouse, I remember they came in and then they added the new car. So that that's a big deal right there. And I think that Ross kind of swept the world away a little bit. By the way, new rule has been implement, uh, implemented now. You can no longer do the hell mailing or you will have a time penalty. So just keep that in mind. I know that's not new news at this point, but it might be new for you listening. But Chastain to win this championship, I, I think that the odds are decent on there. And I, I want to ride that. I want to ride that wave and I want to see where it takes us because I know Trackhouse is just going above and beyond on so many different levels as far as what they're doing in the garage to their pit crews and to their drivers. They, they just they've really embraced this Gen 7 car. They understand it. They know what to do. And they got a driver in Ross that can get them to the finish line. So that is my favorite championship bet for 2023. I just wanted to lay that one out there. And again, those odds are on DraftKings plus 1200. Dale, would you, would you like to take us into your championship futures? Yeah. Tell the future. You know, it's weird. I, I kind of have it's, there's no statistical data that would back this up. I have this gut feeling that Trackhouse is going to have some regression in 2023. And I feel like mm. from a standpoint of other teams kind of catching up, uh, Toyota had a really down year last year. And if you look at the first quarter of the season, I mean, they were just terrible. I think if Toyota is half as good as they were last year in the early part of the season, you're going to see them – you're going to see their guys kind of chomp some wins away. I mean, uh, Truex didn't win. I think Christopher Bell, who he won all three of his races in the second half of the season, could knock off a couple wins early. Uh, never know with Ty Gibbs. He's been a fucking beast in everything he's hopped in, so consider that as well. And then Denny Hamlin, of course, uh, always going to be a factor. And if they have better race cars, look out for Toyota in 2023. But um, – we talked about Chase Briscoe. The plus 4,000 play is amazing. Love that line. I also like Christopher Bell. Uh, plus 1,200. I think you can get that on DraftKings. I think that's a, a standard line you can get on most sports books. Uh, 12 yeah. to 1. That's kind of what we're looking at. I think, I think Barstool or one of them had 10 to 1 or 11 to 1. Barstool but... is 12 to 1 as well right there now. There you go. So, grab, it, yeah. grab it on Barstool. I put my phone down. But... I wasn't super worried about that line because it's 12 to one on several sports books, but uh, grab it on Barstool. I know I'm going to once I get out of the state of Mississippi and head north this weekend. Now, hey. the kicker here, the, I love those two. I think Bell and Briscoe, as mentioned earlier, are both due for potential superstar seasons. Um, they're both in similar 
not not super close, but somewhat similar scenarios in, in the fact that they could become the face of their organizations. The third guy I like for a championship future is Eric Jones. And this is more of a value play. When you look at what is now Legacy Motor Club, the investments that have come through that team over the past couple of years with GMS, now you got Jimmy Johnson involved. This is a team that is trending upward and trending upward fast. Eric Jones wins the Southern 500, which was Petty's first win since 2014 with uh, Eric Almarola in a rain-shortened race. And before that, you'd have to go back to like fucking John Andretti or Bobby Hamilton in the late 90s or early 2000s. I think it was John Andretti. Um, but this is a different team now. I mean, the, the total rebrand, you've got Noah Gragson up there now too, hot shot prodigy from the Xfinity series as the teammate of Eric Jones. Plus 10,000, I feel like it's too expensive. And I think there's validation for this on the books because uh, DraftKings has them at plus 10,000. Uh, Barstool has them at plus 6,600. Caesars has them at plus 7,500. So clearly there's a little bit of a disagreement there. And if Eric Jones comes out and wins a race in the first half of the season, that line will be gone forever. That line will be at plus 5,000 or less. So yeah, it's the plus 10,000. I just want to add in real quick. I mean, you're talking about how you think it's expensive. I mean, obviously all of these books are on to, to something if, if we think plus 10,000 is expensive here. So it's like the, these books. Know, no, it's the other way I mean, around. It, it. It's the other way around. Plus 10,000 is cheap compared to the other books. So right. Plus 6, right. 600 would be expensive. But right. Yeah. I mean, that disagreement there, I think is important on when you look at all these books and and consider that. In this playoff format, if you win a race, there's like a 99.9% chance you'll be in the playoffs. Even last year, as crazy as 2022 was, everybody that won a race that, that raced the full season made the playoffs. So if Eric Jones comes out and wins a race, the books are going to assume that he's going to be in the playoffs. And plus 10,000 to win the title will be gone. And I like that you mentioned Ross earlier in your pick because – everybody's going to be looking for who's going to be that new Ross Chastain breakout guy in 2023. It's very unlikely to happen like it did last year because it was the dawn of the new era with the race cars. But if there was a guy, I think it'd be Eric Jones. So look at DraftKings and consider that bet, put a penny on it. And hell, if he comes out and performs well in the first half of the season, you're looking at, you're looking at a, a decent a value play. And I think you can cash that out at some point too. And maybe yeah. earn a little bit of coin if uh, if he does excel early in the season. I feel like I feel like you have to. I feel like it is like your it is your duty as a NASCAR fan and a NASCAR gambler to put a little bit of money on Eric Jones plus ten thousand just because of of the differences between the books. It, it seems like DraftKings is just you have to take advantage of DraftKings not really paying attention too much here because that's what's what this has to be. Because it just doesn't make any sense any other way, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit as well. Like, we could be looking at uh, a, a, a team that could reach the level of Hendrick. Like, we talk about how, like, everything comes full circle, right? The 43 car, the the Plymouth era, that was the the top of the line. You, you Richard Petty was, was up here. And then you had, you know, Dale Earnhardt come with RCR. 
Then you had Jimmy Johnson with Hendrick. So it seems like it's about time to cycle out again to get back to, you know, that that Richard Petty legacy and everything like that. So it's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Uh, and uh, also not a motorcycle club just to just to remember that would be if they wanted to though with that name (laughs) yeah they'll start it up on another series for sure but uh you know i'm with you on you know sprinkling a little bit of money on the eric jones side the ross chastain is where i'm sitting at i love the chase briscoe as well and then one other guy that i did want to talk about before we move into some uh daytona 500 bets uh william byron at plus 1200 as well on DraftKings Sportsbook. I, I do feel like him and Rudy Fugel have finally like had some time to really gel, to really get everything into place. It's and we we talked about it last year where we thought that William Byron could win a championship. It's just he's having to to get to that point to where he finally can shut the door at the end of races, right? And that's where he's having his, his troubles at. So I think this year with the, you know, the off season with the teams experimenting, you have to believe that Hendrick would be one of the front runners and understanding what they can do with this car, how they can make it run best. And of course you have to put the confidence that, that they feel like they have the best drivers in the field just because they've been one of the number one teams for such a long time. I, I do think that it is worth uh, putting a little bit of paper down on Willie B. At least I, I think that he's definitely going to make the championship four unless some unforeseen, you know, circumstances come down. But I just feel like that connection has only gotten stronger. And uh, and we've seen the ups and the downs, but but we had a be, lot of downs. it might be his time. A lot of downs in the second half of last year. I, and yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been a fucking Willie B guy for a minute, like waiting for that breakout, waiting for that breakout. And yeah, I mean it was just technically his best season, uh six in points, but you know, after that after those two wins early, which a lot of people are speculating and say that he was kind of, he became like kind of the test car for the playoffs for Hendrick Motorsports when he was already locked in. Right. So, you know, you could consider that and look that, uh, and consider that he still finished six in the points. Like that is a step up. He's made, he's made the top eight a couple of times, but I am, I feel like, maybe it's just a gut thing. Honestly, I don't know what data there is to say that he won't have a good year if the test car thing is true but yeah 12 yeah. to 1 don't hate it he looks good he 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 looks good i've seen some of his uh some of his videos and stuff he's he's real happy seems like he's real happy he's real good he looks good remember I feel benjamin like bill we we, yeah. we hadn't said benjamin bill in a long time dating back to fucking God. martinsville, martinsville. Dude. <laughs> we gotta bring yeah. that back yeah yeah i i think that t-shirts are in order as well as uh, other merch that we've been promising everybody for years and years and, and centuries and and everything else in the world so we we got to find a way to make that happen this year but i love the benjamin bill uh the the nickname it, it needs to stay so tell all your friends and family benjamin bill um I, I, moving into Daytona, I think it's safe to say that our first bet that we're going to talk about, and and I, I wanted to ask you this too, Dale, because like I we didn't really talk about this that much. You and I are both very high on Ryan Blaney. We're manifesting that win. I'm ready for the and, pain. I'm ready yeah, for the pain. Seems like we'll, the books we'll, are trying we'll, to manifest that win too. Um, he is like the favorite everywhere. But he, uh, but <laughs> but he is the favorite every time we come to a super speedway like he or at least a co-favorite with like denny hamlin right like daytona or talladega it's those two guys and then they yeah. always have chase elliott and you know chase elliott's stock has risen on super speedways because he won dega at the fall of last year 
and he won Atlanta. Atlanta's a, you know, I think you can lump Atlanta as a super speedway race because it is, it's a mini super speedway with the style of racing, which is sad, but for betting purposes, yes, include Atlanta to some degree in, in talking about Daytona and Talladega when those races come up and uh, the first one of the year, first regular season race of the year happens to be one of those races with the Daytona 500, but particularly with Ryan Blaney, I've been calling him the Pied Piper of super speedway racing as of recent, and he went winless last year. There's just no way that happens two years in a row at super speedways. There's just no fucking way. Same thing with Brad K. Blaney and Brad K both will win a super speedway race last year or this year. You can call it a bold prediction. I don't think it's that bold. And honestly, Brad K not winning last year is great because the books are just going to undervalue the or the books are just going to underestimate him all year until he gets a win. So at super speedways, you got to bet on Brad K every single time. But with Ryan Blaney here, like there's he's been so good at Daytona over the years. He's got two Daytona 500 runner ups, led a tremendous amount of laps. He's won a Daytona before. He's won a dual race before. And last year, coming off a of turn four, had a shot to win it. And our favorite guy in the world, Austin Cindric, fucking put him in the wall. And I hate you, Austin Cindric. I know you know that now. And I know great you hate guy. me too. Um, Fantastic. We got, yeah, great guy. But um, the point is, he's been there at the end so many times. And you just look at the data. He's been so damn good at, at Daytona and Talladega. And in the 500, there's no one who's been closer and more primed to get one than Ryan Blaney, in my opinion. Yeah, moving down the list here, um, another driver that I like that's at the plus 1,600 range over on DraftKings. Uh, it, and this is this one, I know that you and I kind of like teeter on this. It, it's a new new team for the guy, but... He's in a, a new vehicle. We've seen this vehicle. We've seen the car itself run really well at Daytona. The Chevys have, have done pretty good, I would say. Um, Kyle Busch at plus 1,600. He's never won the Daytona 500. Could this be the year with RCR? Very, very cool narrative here. You know, you look at Dale Earnhardt. He ran his races. He could never get the Daytona 500. He ran for RCR. He won the Daytona 500. Now Kyle Busch moves to RCR. He's in a Chevy. He's with the new team. He's never won the Daytona 500. Can he pull it off? Uh, you know, uh, me personally, I think plus 1600 Daytona's odds are going to be, you know, I don't think it's fair to like relate that. those. I don't think it's fair to relate. It to might those. not be fair, but it's how I did it. And, uh, and, but also, and that's kind of where my brain's at. 18 to one on Caesars and Barstool for Kyle Busch. Probably better there. Yeah, I'm looking at DraftKings now. But I will say, you get the best odds on it. Thank you for mentioning those, Dale. Got to make sure you're shopping right. Um, not having to work two browsers currently. Um, but, uh, you know, you want to you wanna believe that, that guys that do really well in this sport and that have a lot of, of wins and, and that are kind of championed or revered, whatever you want to call it, can get a Daytona 500. It doesn't happen for everybody. But I do feel like Kyle Busch is one of those drivers that that we will see get this. I don't think he is completely cursed. I, I believe more in the curses of the championships, like with in Denny's situation, 
than I do for this Daytona 500 because at the end of the day, we say it all the time. It's anybody's race. It's just all about how you get through it. So uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to laying some paper down on that one for the Daytona 500. I think it'll be cool to see him. And he's the uh, he's the chalker god now in the eight car with the three G. Dude, so that's three G chalker god. That three G paint scheme looks so good. I mean, so good. I think they dropped it yesterday. It yeah. looks amazing. I, I hate that. I hate that number eight font just from being a traditional number eight guy with Dale Jr., how it looked with DEI. But, you know, they they um, they put some good paint together so far for KFB. It's going to be so weird getting used to that. But um, one guy that is used to winning on super speedways is Justin Haley. And you can get him at plus 5,000 to win the Daytona 500. And... This is a, I think there's some statistics to go with the eye test here with Justin Haley dating. And actually, no, now he's plus 4,000. Holy shit. That has just moved. That has literally just moved. So let me they go know. back. All right. Caesar Sportsbook still has him at 50 to one. So it's okay. We're good. Justin Haley was so dominant at super speedways in the Xfinity series. I mean, so damn good. Of course, Colleague was just a phenomenal operation at Daytona and Talladega when he was there. They would just dominate every single race with him and A.J. Allmendinger. Ross Chastain was up in that mix. Daniel Hemrick's even been up in that mix. So you look at him in the Xfinity Series, all his wins at Daytona and Talladega. Uh, he's won a cup race at Daytona. Yes, it was lucky. Yes, it was strategy with the rain coming in back in 2019. But the guy is very good at super speedway racing. If you look at all the data from last year, including Atlanta, I will include Atlanta on this one. He finished six of the seven super speedway races. He was running at the end. And the way I look at super speedway racers and their potential to win as a rookie, Justin Haley, finishing the races is like the first step. Like being there at the end, I think, is the first step. And Haley may not have been a rookie last year, uh, officially because he had run races before in 2019 and 2020 but it was his first full-time season with this car and with colleague who is brand new to the cup series on a full-time basis he finished all the races except for one and that was the daytona july or august race where the rains came and he was battling for the win when those rains came and he was in that big crash uh that took out a bunch of drivers so I like the progression from Justin Haley in his rookie season. He's just a guy that is really in that subcategory of being able to see the air. Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney right now are the three guys in the Cup Series. They can see the air. That's how I like to categorize my Super Speedway guys. They can see the air. Justin Haley is in a little subcategory where he's close. He's close. And at 50 to 1, I think he is a great underdog player for the Daytona 500. We've seen underdogs win this race two years in a row with Michael McDowell and Austin Sendrick. I think this will be the year that the underdog win does not happen because we're due for like a, a fucking normal guy, a normal. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on McDowell. I will shit on Austin Sendrick, uh, but we're due for like a, a, a well-accomplished cup series driver to win the daytona 500 we are due for one of those years and uh 
that's why I love Blaney. And and I, I'm going to wait on most of my Daytona 500 bets until we get to see some track time and the duels and everything in speed weeks. But a good underdog that I would lock in at any time is Justin Haley. Okay, so so we know that we know that Justin Haley is and he's he's seeing the air, but he's using Almost. some type of technology. Yeah, we he's need having a term. Use technology for it now. We need a term for like the almost see the air guys. augmented reality uh contacts. He's wearing those to see the air. He can't like see a, it naturally yet. He's like a Jedi Padawan when it comes yeah. to super speedway greatness. Mm-hmm. Purple you know, like lightsaber. Samuel Denny, Jackson. Well, no, no, purple's master, dude. Mace Windu is a Jedi uh, master. Can't be. I he's just not purple. That's a Denny Ham. Denny's got the purple lightsaber, I think. And then true. We'll give Blaney the green one and we'll give uh we'll get yeah, we'll give Brad K the blue one. And mm-hmm. then maybe Justin Haley, you know, he's got green paint schemes. He can get a green one one of these yeah. days. What's white? Like what what is just like a white light? What would that be? Would a white lightsaber? Light like, I don't know like, if they're like mastery level. No, no, I mean angelic. Whatever I mean, the mass the ultimate mastery level is Dale Earnhardt. And I don't mm-hmm. know what that would Black. be black lightsaber maybe it's yeah, like maybe black it's a, light yeah I, I don't know how that would look but yeah i mean no one will ever reach ryan that. would like this conversation ryan blaney would definitely enjoy this combo. let's just say justin haley he basically has like a sword from like lord of the rings right now he doesn't have okay. he's not there on the lightsabers he's got there like a go. fucking primitive Frodo baggins i see yeah. what you did there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. short guy yeah, that, that glowing <laughs> that glowing sword was sick don't get me wrong but it's not a lightsaber Right. No, oh, dude. Yeah. Hold on. We're not yeah. gonna go with the short game. He look. We're not gonna yeah. go the short. He no, is a it's short already guy. done. He's it's a short said. king. He's 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 a short king. We'll say that <laughs> for sure. No. Um. All right. So let's move forward. I was just gonna say shout out. I was just looking on the odds. Like, obviously, I, I may I may literally bet a penny on this just because. Shout out to Travis Pastrana plus fifteen thousand on Barcel Sportsbook. For the day, <laughs> for the Daytona 500, dude, it, Nitro it's, Circus in town, and it's crazy because we don't have practice for the Daytona 500 before qualifying. Who Travis Estrada hasn't been in a Cup car, and I don't. I think he's been in a Cup car. He hasn't been in a. He was in an Xfinity Series car somewhere between eight and ten years ago. Uh, so that's so interesting, right? Like he's gonna have to just nail his fucking qualifying laps on his first what? time in the car. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. What brought this on? That's my question. It's like why? Like like I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. Hopefully, we everybody hates meeting. it though. Yeah, all yeah. the teams fucking they ha- and drivers have to hate it. That's crazy. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah. but yeah, I am. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I am. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him back rolling, but. Uh, let, let's go ahead and get ready to, uh, to move into the race that we have coming up this weekend. Appreciate yes. everybody for listening. I'm excited. Uh, again, I'll be flying out tomorrow. So be on the lookout, make sure you follow on Instagram. I'll do a lot on stories because it's easy, uh, to, to get that content up for you guys and you can kind of follow along with the day to day. Uh, I'm, I'll be on all the other social medias as well, but, uh, I, I want to go ahead. I've already laid two bets down for this race two outrights that I like. And then of course, we're going to talk a little bit about some, uh, I think we have some, some head to heads that are lined up as well on barstool. And I'm probably going to wait until after the heats for sure. Uh, before I lay money down on those. And I'm probably going to wait until after qualifying in the heats before I lay anything else down. But as of right now, 
Uh, and I love, love this. I feel like everybody's on it. I haven't got to check with you yet, so I'm checking with you here. Are you riding with Chase Briscoe at either plus 2,800 or plus 3,000? No, no, I'm not. Not yet. I oh, We did touch on that. I, I did mention earlier how fast he was in this race last year, but I think it's tough to take data from that race because that was – the most raw opening for for like a new generation of of cup series race cars i feel like in our lifetimes like nobody knew what to expect and you had cars breaking left and right including chase briscoe's and then tyler reddick who was really fast he also broke and you know it's it's crazy because you can't use like the tyler reddick oh he his car was really good here at the clash his car was good everywhere now, Chase Briscoe, I, I see why people would bet that because he didn't have speed everywhere, especially not on short tracks that were that are somewhat relative to uh, to the clash, which the L.A. Coliseum, I guess. So I can understand people betting that right now. But I'm not. on. Yeah. I, I've only got one bet, but I'll, I'll let you continue with your Briscoe talk and, and what else you have. Yeah. So just looking at it, I mean, I remember us talking when we were at the clash last year, just like looking and watching how Chase Briscoe was running and the speed, but I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I personally, you know, you got to make these bets off of, I'm taking maybe a little bit from last year. The car is very different. Um, but essentially it's a lot more of the team ingenuity, right? I, I guess you would want to call it or, or what the teams have or what they had or, Obviously, they couldn't run. I just always want to feel like if your car broke and some shit hit the fan, you probably have a better chance now because you figured out what was wrong That's and how point. to make it right. Yeah, you learned. So I I really like that uh, aspect of it. And I, I've got Chase Briscoe down at plus 2,800. The reason I got him there and not plus 3,000 is just because Barstool Sportsbook was the first sportsbook to drop those odds. They actually came out when we were heading back from Daytona. After I dropped you off, I had stopped at a gas station, pulled the app up, and I saw where they were live. And I was like, holy shit, let's go. So I just I plugged him directly from there. I think he was down to like plus 2,200 on Barstool now. So No, he's, he, he's, uh, plus, he's plus 3,000 on Barstool right now. Okay, well, he did go down to plus 2,200, and now he's back up, I guess, because some of these other books aren't moving too much. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, you can get him at the plus 3,000 area. That's fine. I think there was a lot of hype put into it in the beginning. Greg Mathern already wrote an article, and he did talk about how he's not going too heavy here, and I do think that that is, 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 a, is a good call. I don't think you should just, like, throw thousands of dollars on this race. Uh, it is just an exhibition race at the end of the day, but it is fun. You want to get that itch in, you know what I mean? You got to scratch it a little bit. So I do like Briscoe, the plus 2,800. And then the other bet that I have right now, and he's currently the favorite. And it, this is kind of a narrative, uh, but I got Chase Elliott at plus 800. And the reason that I took Chase is because we saw Joey Logano win last year. And I feel like in L.A., out in LA, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist or you want to be a, uh, a narrative guy, you know, you got to look at who the big names are, right? You look at the big names in NASCAR, you look at the good teams, you look at the, the you want, you want to feel like a championed team or a, uh, a driver that is very well known, get these kind of wins in these areas. 
So if Joey Logano got it last year, Chase Elliott could be right there. Um, he doesn't have the best uh, record on the flat tracks. However, I know that he, I think he finished fifth at Richmond last year. What, what are some of these tracks that are being compared to? Martinsville, Richmond, or uh, not so much Bristol. Uh, but I think Martinsville and Richmond would, would be kind of like two tracks that people are trying to use data from for this track. Am I wrong there? That they would probably be the two closest. Yeah. But like, it's so tough to use data from. It is, you know, which I mean, you could, you could put a parallel, like Joey Logano won the clash and, uh, was really good at Richmond and really good at Martinsville, at least in the, in the spring, um, but yeah, it's tough. And especially with it just being, it's still a guinea pig race. It's still a big mm -hmm. guinea pig event uh, in, in the grand scheme of things with Gen 7's continuation into 2023. You just don't know. And there, you talked about a few of the minimal changes that, that are going to happen. But, you know, there's so many elements that we probably will never figure out from these teams. But, um, you know, I'll get into the one bet that I've that I've got. And yeah, I want to hear it. Same thing. Don't put a lot on it, but I got Austin Dillon to win the clash. And Ooh. I can't reiterate enough that it's, you know, put a penny on it. But I got it at plus six, six hundred when it opened on Barcelona Sportsbook. It then opened on DraftKings at, at plus seventy five hundred. And now that plus seventy five hundred is gone. Uh, everything is now closer to plus five thousand. but. I still think it's a decent bet. I mean, if you want to use clash data, short track data, Austin Dillon finished third in the clash last season. Um, had a good run at Richmond the first time around, top 10, and then had a winning car at Martinsville in the spring. Now, I'm not going to put too much into that. I can't reiterate enough that this is such a guinea pig wild card race. But I do, there is like a narrative kind of thing I like here. This is one of those races that I feel like the drivers are just like, damn, that'd be really fucking cool to win that race. And that makes me want to lean towards drivers who win big races. Joey Logano wins big races, two-time champion now. Uh, Kyle Busch wins big races. He finished second in the clash last year. Denny Hamlin, although he doesn't have a championship, he does win big races. Three-time three Daytona 500 winner, won the Coke 600 last year. Austin Dillon, time, didn't he? He had a rough time last he did. year. did, wow. yeah. And, and Toyota, outside of Kyle Busch, was just not good at all. But guys that win big races, Austin Dillon, though he only has four wins, they were all big races. He won the Daytona 500. He won the Coca-Cola 600. Back in 20, I think it was 2019 or 2020, when he won at Texas, it put him into the playoffs. That's a big win. And when you're on the outside looking in, that got him into the playoffs. And then last year, winning at Daytona was a win or go home moment. Austin Dillon wins big races. Even if they only happen once every couple of years, he still wins big races. So that's like a narrative kind of eye test thing, eye test reason you can lean towards if you want to make pre-track time bets. Most of this, I think, is gonna is all gonna depend on track time. When we see practice, when we see qualifying, when we see the heats, uh, and which leads me to let you guys know there will be another Dale Center special on Sunday live 
I'm going to make sure Chase is on there, maybe a special guest or two to talk Ooh. bets. Reporting live from the Coliseum, I'll be in Nashville, but there will be a Dale Center pre-race live. Once we see some track time, I'm going to detail all the bets that I like. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the time on that. Probably going to be sometime on Sunday afternoon uh, before we get to the heats. Could be after the heats. I haven't decided yet. But track time is the key here when when looking at bets for the clash. But if you want to make bets before, look at guys that win big races. This is a big race for this field. And I think you have to note, too, they released the total purse for this race. It's fucking $2 million. What is terrible terrible i mean there there's no money going around for this race so it's basically win or it's win and nothing else fucking matters look at the guys that win big races so austin dylan at 60 to 1 65 to 1 whatever you can grab him at you can say whatever but he does win big races he does show up in the big moments and i love that as well like that's that's that that's 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 that heat right there you know what i mean you look at the big name guys that want to be in the big time situations it's the same kind of narrative i took for the dirt uh the dirt race last year with kyle bush kyle bush was one of the guys that i really like wanted to just because like we were going back and talking about how tyler reddick the eight car was really fast and kyle bush was in a toyota running second last year it seems like he would be the most likely guy it's just like, yeah, I, I want to wait to see just because he is with the new team and just because what we saw last year doesn't always mean we're going to see that again this year. So he's one of those those uh, Demboas on my list. But, yeah, it, it's going to be an exciting time. Make sure you guys are following along. Do not miss Dale Center on Sunday. It's going to be great. Going to be live from Nashville, like he said. Um, and then I'll be out in uh, boots on the ground in LA. So we'll, we'll make sure that we uh, provide you guys with some good insight through the weekend. You know where to follow us. You follow me at garage guy, chase, follow Dale at Dale Tanhart, and then collectively at garage guys racing um, on Instagram, TikTok, and then garage guys FS on Twitter. Still trying to, uh, I think the new saga of drama for garage guys this year is going to be trying to, uh, trying to, to figure out what we need to do with Twitter because it that is far as that we can go. I was about to can't, say, like, can't get the G. It's just garage guys racing, like we, with an N. Oh, so, yeah. We don't, I hate that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Kyle yeah. Larson did that with his Kyle Larson racing. So, right. The, he doesn't fucking care. Like, Twitter's not his yeah. job, you know. No. He's got somebody. How do we that get, how do we get that handle? That sucks. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. So, you just told me that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've been wanting to just to get at Garage Guys for the longest time, but there's some guy named Brian uh, that has not used Twitter since 2012, and we cannot get at Garage Guys. So well, if, apparently if, Elon <laughs> is going to remove a lot of these inactive accounts. So we hopefully we, that will remain yeah. true. But yeah, we got to keep our eyes peeled for it. Before but, we go, d- don't forget about our wonderful partner Hooters. Promo code Garage Guys will save you $10 on any $30 order, delivery, or carry out. And download the Hooters app. It's used easiest on the Hooters app when you place your order. You can get rewards and, and special offers and discounts, all that kind of stuff. So can't forget about Hooters. Delicious food, great customer service. And we know Hooters is for racing. And I have to mention before we go to the, the paint scheme dropped finally and it looks like everybody not everybody 
but most people like the paint scheme and I think it looks really fucking good. Like totally unbiased. I think our, our guy lefty knocked it out of the park on that number nine car. Yes, he did. Yeah, absolutely. And to all the people that are hating out there, I mean, I think it's really just like old people. They probably can't see it that good because <laughs> like people. you're old, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, you're no. Old like, I'm talking like, oh, I'm talking like 60 plus. Well, you know, another thing, the, too, yeah. another thing, another thing, too, is that the the little render that they do doesn't look near as good as like when you actually see the car in a photo or a video. Oh, yeah. So a lot yeah. of people are just looking at that render and not really acknowledging that it's it's going to look flat. It's going to look flat, but this car has got some shine to it. Trust me. We saw it live at the uh, in, in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and it looks good. But yeah, you're yeah. right. There a lot of old people probably don't like the blue to go with that with the night owl. That's that's what I was blown away by. Like people were like, I don't really understand the concept of the blue. Who gives a shit? It looks badass. Like, get over it, dude. Like, that's just the way that I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, you haven't seen it in person. Like, I've never seen a matte paint job shine like that. Like that it, it it's insane. So you'll see it at the Bristol Dirt Race. You're gonna see it in Chicago. And you're going to see it at Homestead this year. So, you know, if you're a Hooters racing fan, you better make it out to those races. Obviously, we'll be at all three of those. So it's going to be a time. It's going to be a great time. And uh, and yeah, um, I, I, all I can think about right now in the back of my mind is like Adam Stevens flipping a, a, a box of wings out of here. I think I think <laughs> look, I do think let's make that guys, everybody listening. Uh, we're going to make that a goal, right? Like yeah we didn't really do like preseason bold predictions or like goals or whatever but that is the goal if if christopher bell wins two races after he wins that second race we're going to go up to adam stevens wherever track it is when he hits the mark and we're going to just be like hey thank you you did a great job securing our money and and we're going to try to get him to accept some hooters from us i think that i think that's a great goal for 2023 absolutely that's a quest that's going to be quest. a quest that we yes. go on yes. we're going on the quest dude yeah all right guys well this has been a show hope you've enjoyed it you'll have this all year long to go back on listen to it now get those bets in and again always we want to know what you are betting on the discord is free don't forget that okay the discord's free if you need a link to the discord just holler at us popping recently yeah. it- it has so it, it's time it's time to shine nascar is back motherfuckers and we are about to have one of the greatest years of all time so get ready for it thanks so much for listening and we will see you this weekend at the clash take care let's get it